perhaps the most widely practiced art form several decades ago. Now making a surprising comeback and hopefully inspiring a new generation of music lovers. Help me to create the ultimate music compilation. Share your recommendation on the theme. Get involved, get mentioned and get listed. Hi, my name is Isat Hasekar and welcome to Build My Mixtape. And we started season 1 and that has the theme artist name or song title that contains the word one. That is going to be my first mixtape. And I must say that uh, the recommendations that I've received so far uh, are beyond my expectation. That is fantastic. So I can actually build a mixtape for which most of the songs are the ones that I've never heard before and all suggested by my listeners. And that is fantastic. So, um, I'm now in uh, the phase that I'm going to compile the first mixtape. So yeah, you can do some recommendations, but I think it's very unlikely that it will uh, still fit in the mixtape that I'm building at the moment. But if you go to my Facebook page, I've opened uh, a question about suggestions for the theme for the next mixtape. So if you go to my Facebook page, then you can uh, contribute to that. So, now what I want to talk about is the second part of my talk about the digital compact cassette. Because when we talk about cassette, we have an image in front of us of the analog compact cassette that was introduced in 1963. Now I'm talking about the digital version that was introduced in 1992. Only had a very short lifespan uh, it is still alive uh, but yeah obviously there are no DCC decks produced anymore so this is all um, yeah becoming a, a quite a niche market for people who really uh, enjoy this format and uh, I must say I'm one of them uh, as I said in the previous episode of this podcast I was one of the early adopters and the interesting thing about the introduction of the digital compact set is that it was at the same time of the mini disc. Now, you might have not heard about the digital compact set. You probably would have heard about mini disc. It had a longer lifespan, um, and therefore uh, it is easier to get mini disc decks or and mini disc. Uh, Discs, basically, <laughs> yeah, because they're not cassette, isn't it? That looks more like a floppy disk, yeah, or uh, a, a, a very mini version of uh, of a CD. Um, but they were demonstrated at the same time, and it started something like a, a format war, just similar how Xbox and uh, PlayStation were fighting it out uh, in the gaming world uh, a lot of years later. So you got the digital compact set headed by the company Philips and you got the mini disc headed by the company Sony. And obviously those are two big players. They um, collaborated uh, with each other to create the compact disc. And uh, yeah, that uh, was a very big success. But there was um, not the opportunity to uh, collaborate with the DCC. There is... Um, a very interesting documentary about the digital compact set and I will put it in the um, show notes of this episode 
it is really worthwhile it's about 52 minutes and um really gives you a, a bit of idea what was happening around the time what i'm going to do in this podcast is give my personal uh view on how that format war uh, actually was played out and i am born and raised in eindhoven which is the city of Philips and we've got a football team called uh, PSV uh, it actually stands for Philips Sport Association uh, but then translated into Dutch which makes it uh, Philips Sportvereniging and uh, it's a very well known uh, football club um, for the Americans uh, it is a soccer club but we tend to say football of course in the, in the rest of the world um, and uh, it's it's got this uh, its successes uh, on a European uh, scale. So lo- most of the people know about this football team, PSV Eindhoven, and uh, the Philips Stadium. That was the stadium where, at the at the time that the DCC was introduced, uh, it had its uh, shop for the people who worked for Philips. And that's where I saw for the first time the DCC deck that I fell in love with and bought uh, as soon as I could. So that was in that uh, uh, soccer stadium or football stadium. And the football team, which I call my team, as you do, uh, when you're born and raised in Eindhoven, you're normally for PSV Eindhoven. You know, that's just ingrained in your DNA when you get born. But anyway, my team obviously plays in its uh, home stadium, that is uh, the Philips Stadium. And they were very doing very well uh, European-wise, so they uh, actually were part of the Champions League. And the Champions League is like the, the big um, tournament European-wise for the champions of champions. So that's a very big deal. The interesting part is that um, when the Minitis came out, along with the DCC, the format war was actually uh, became very visual. Uh, when the uh, football games were on for the Champions League because the Champions League has its own set of sponsors and that means that the sponsors that you would normally have in your football stadium um, cannot advertise during Champions League games. That means that all the advertisement is replaced by the ones who are sponsoring the Champions League. Now, uh, painfully... I had to admit at that time that uh, Philips was actually one of the main sponsors of the Champions League. Sony was a sponsor of the Champions League. So what happened is that during a football game in the home stadium of PSV Eindhoven, inside the Philips stadium, all the advertisement uh, related to Philips uh, need to be removed and was replaced by Sony. Obviously, Sony was taking the opportunity to promote the mini disc. So you can understand that for people who are born and raised in Eindhoven, very Philips minded, obviously uh, support of PSV Eindhoven, see Sony promoting the mini disc inside their stadium. That is obviously going to be very painful. The only Philips advertisement that was obviously allowed was on the shirt of of the team uh, of our team and also what happens and that was quite intriguing that uh, they did not enlist the football team as psv the abbreviation but they listed the team as philips sv 
just to make sure that uh, the word Philips still gets mentioned uh, on the screen, you know, when you see the halftime score, it is Philips SV against AC Milan, for example. And, um, but obviously, uh, uh, you can do whatever you want. Uh, if, if you believe in the format war, then uh, those football games in your home stadium were very difficult to look at uh, because obviously you, you look at the advertisement. Now, many years later, um, I must say that the whole idea of the format war is a bit silly. Uh, I, I can imagine that they want to introduce that to, to sell more items, uh, that there is a sense of competition. Even if you think uh, about Xbox versus the PlayStation, uh, those formats can exist in, in, in its own right. Uh, I think you always... yeah. So I, I, I thought that the DCC and the Minidisc can uh, survive um, separately as well. It is just such a totally different way of uh, enjoying uh, a di digital format. The reason why I say that both are allowed to exist uh, is probably very obvious when uh, they were being introduced because uh, there were introductions done uh, at shows, at hi-fi uh, exhibitions, where the DCC and the Minidisc were uh, demonstrated uh, at the same time, basically, uh, one before the other, but in the same room. So you got a person from Philips demonstrating the DC, you got a person from Sony demonstrating the mini desk. And at the time of the introduction, I must say that the big advantage of the DCC was the quality of the sound. That is that is at that time very obvious. But uh, what the mini desk had as an advantage is the user friendliness of the system. And that was basically demonstrated that if, if you want to go to the next track, you just on the mini disc press next and within a fraction of a second uh, you hear the next song obviously dcc being based on a tape like your analog cassette if you want to listen to the next song it needs to wind forward to the next song so that takes several seconds maybe up to 10 seconds maybe so that was uh, a very interesting uh, because also it gave people a very clear decision and just like okay what do i find more important at this moment in time the quality of the sound or the user friendliness have to say that for mini disc lovers who are listening yes the quality of the uh, mini disc obviously in the years to come improved so um you can be very technical about the fact whether they were able to match still the quality of the TCC at its launch, but still, you know, for the regular user, the quality of the mini disc of the later desk and uh, um, decks that they were producing, they they were fine. There was nothing wrong with the quality at all. So in fact, now while uh, I'm uh, talking in the year 2020, um, I like both formats as much i must say that the decline of the digital compact cassette that uh, happened much earlier than 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 anticipated uh, was a bit painful for me um but then after that uh after that basically was decided who won the war you can say that obviously minidisc won it and then uh a year or two after that was basically decided i uh dived into minidisc and i must say that I enjoy that format uh, very much. And 
to such an extent that uh, um, I can now clearly say that I don't really have a preference over the one or the other. I enjoy them as much and I think they deserve a place in history. And um, I also think that the whole idea of format war is, 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 is a bit silly. Yeah. Having said that, when you go on the internet and you're going to see at all the people res responding to uh, especially the digital compact cassette, there's not there's a lot of people who do not have a lot of love for the format, which I find a bit odd because uh, when you look at what, what it did and what it tried to represent, I think it was a very worthy uh, attempt and uh, should have had uh, a bit more um, luck. <laughs> um, as I said, there's a link to the DCC uh, documentary. I really would advise you to uh, watch that because you get really uh, very much informed about the format, uh, uh, why it failed as well, um, which has got some very interesting reasons why it failed because I had a different conclusion, but um, it is always interesting to hear it from the people who were really involved in uh, promoting the format. So that said, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Uh, there's a lot more to say about uh, the digital compact set. So very likely I'm going to have another um, episode about this format pretty soon, maybe already next week. So um, I would say stay tuned, subscribe to the podcast. Have also a look on my Facebook page that is uh, facebook.com slash build my mixtape. I also have a YouTube channel check that out as well if you search for build my mixtape you will find that uh, also and uh, i would say till next time